Welcome to Co-Parenting Without Chaos. This is Brittany. And this is Alexis. Join us each week as we share our co-parenting journey to include the ups and downs and everything in between. Sit back, relax, and enjoy as we explore all things co-parenting. Hey guys. Hello. Episode 10. Whoop, whoop. 10 episodes in. I can't even believe we made it this far, honestly. Yeah. And we've talked about quite a few things. Yeah. Um, But I feel like we're just going to get into some things that a lot of people have been messaging us about. Um, Especially communication is one. Um, That's what our big topic is today. Is just having that communication open and how hard it is to have communication with the other people. Especially, like, whenever you guys don't get along. Yeah. And even, I guess, at different stages, it looks different. So, you know, what our communication was starting out is not what our communication is today. No. That is totally, completely different. (laughs) Yeah. And not only between you and I, but between Cody and I and... Um, between, like, my partner and you guys and, like, just everyone that's involved. Like, the communication level differs, you know, about how much communication even goes on. And, you know, one of our um, listeners, she actually messaged us and to inquire about, like, okay, so how does this work like, is no one high conflict? And, like, is it you and I communicating? Or, and is that why that there's not any issues? Because yeah. I'm not communicating with Cody or, you know, how that is. But um, we'll get into that a little bit more into the episode. But I think that it's just, it's super interesting to think about the different levels of communication and how they've evolved over time. For sure. Because when Cody and I first split up, our communication, like, it was weird, you know, because we were still, like, I mean, it was, like, so fresh, you know? And, like, we wanted to be friends because there were still, like, a lot of raw feeling there. But at the same time, it was, like, you have to create boundaries. Yeah. And so that, like, very beginning part of us trying to communicate strictly about the kids or that kind of thing. I think that was a a challenge um, for a little bit. And then when we got past the, you know, the raw emotion piece of it, and it was like, okay, like, it's about the kids, you know, this is what we're doing. Um, And more of those feelings kind of settled out of like, okay, hey, we're actually divorcing now. It's not like... We're going to try again or anything. Right. So it was more like, okay, my set, my feelings are all put aside, and now it's just for the kids. Yeah. And I think that with that, the communication, I think it improved a little bit, but I will say, and I think this is something that happens a lot with um, divorced couples or separated couples with children, is... I do think that the children may have been, like, a little, like, used as what they say is pawns or whatever in the communication and the relationship at that stage, right? So we still, like, although, like, I didn't want to be with Cody, 
Cody didn't want to be with me. It was also like, we don't want each other to be happy, though, either, outside yeah. of you. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, that's, that's definitely how... I know, like, that's how... Me coming in, I always thought you did want Cody. Like, I thought you still wanted Cody. Yeah. But now that I think back, you just wanted that... You didn't want anyone else for him. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to still control Cody. Yeah. Which, which I mean... terrible, but it was... And yeah, I I didn't want him, but I didn't want anyone else. Have, you know, that's like you wanted your cake and eat thing, it too, basically. Right? It what do you say? Yeah. So, so there were times where, you know, if I didn't get the answer I wanted from Cody about something with the kids or, um, whatever it may be, then you know I would be like, well, think about how the kids feel or something like that. Yeah. You know, and I mean, thinking back on that. Not the not the way to go, right? That's not the. But route. I mean, I feel like everyone has those that time period of that because, like, yeah, everything's still new and fresh. Like, you just don't know how to take something. It's just you're confused, also, yeah. because you're just like, I want an answer, and he's not giving me the answer. When we were together, he would have given me the answer that I wanted, right? And now he's not because he's trying to make someone else happy and yeah. not you. Right. Which I totally understand. I mean, I remember coming in and there were times like we've talked about, like you would just text him, like just stupid stuff about the kids. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, why? Why? Like, please tell me why. And it was really just to like pester him or to like distract him from whatever he was doing at the time. (laughs) And so, yeah, I mean, it's childish, but uh, I mean, I think we all... And I think that made our communication a lot harder, too. At the beginning, for sure. Because because you had a little bit of, like, uh... I was just like, do I really want to do this? Do I have to do this? Like, do I have to deal with her? Like, I don't. Like, I could walk away from this from any time now. Like, I don't have to be in this. And, you know, I mean, I'm glad that I did stay because two kids later in our friendship. But (laughs) Yeah, but it was really uneasy for you, probably, just being like... It was definitely hard don't know how to like you probably didn't even know how to like take me like who what I was doing what my motives were like you didn't know because we didn't talk like I just talked to Cody and I did feel left out a lot because there's times that you just text him like hey the kids and I are doing this do you want to come and I felt like I was never invited or I felt like you know I couldn't come or you just didn't want me around because you wanted him still. Mm-hmm. That always thought it was just always that circle of like, okay, well, I'm here. Like, is anybody going to acknowledge me? I'm here. So I remember this one time, um, Peyton, I think had like a music, um, program yes. for school. It was when you guys semi first started dating, I think, or yeah. maybe we even knew you were pregnant already, but I was still in my very much, like in my anger mode about the pregnancy. I think I, we just like found out that I was pregnant and okay. I think it was like that fall music yeah. program or whatever. Yeah. Yes. And he was, he said something about you coming and I was like, no, mm-hmm. I don't want her there. I, I was very that. adamant about that. Um, you didn't come. Nope. You didn't. And... And we fought about that. Because he was like, you know, I don't want to make her mad. So I just don't think it's best that you come. Which, I mean, it is probably best for the kids. That way, you know, no one's fighting at a program. (laughs) The whole fist fight and brawl out in the parking lot. No, just kidding. But I do understand. And, like, I do understand now. Because, I mean, I would be the same way, like, 
if we split up and like some girl's trying to come to my kid's concert. Mm, no, probably not. Ain't gonna yeah. work out. It'd still be a little mad. Yeah. So and I was so frustrated about that because I was just like, well, I'm gonna be in their lives. Like I'm pregnant. Like yeah, it's like, you can't get rid of me. Like Why can't I just come to the music yeah. program? <laughs> and I was like, let's be honest, it's just a music program. Yeah, I was really ate up about that, but. Um, I mean, and he said something like, well, you know, like, she, I think there was something else that happened, and he's like, Alexis is coming to this one, or something. I don't I know if it was, like, so. maybe, like, the spring one or something. I think it I was know. the spring one, and he was like, Alexis is going. And I was just like, okay, whatever. Like, at that point, I was over that, yeah. right? I was past that stage. But we still weren't in our, like, talking phase yet, yeah. I don't think. No, I don't think we were, like, friends we, friends. Yeah. And I remember he's like, Alexis is coming. Peyton wants her to come. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, gosh. Yeah. Like, no. And I think that's good for the kids, though. And and whatever I was. It, it's just. It was so It's new. so hard because, like, so thinking new, back yeah. on it, I'm like, why would I do that? That was dumb. Like, you know. But I feel like if we never had those raw moments of that communication or anything, like, we wouldn't be here today. Yeah, that's possible. I feel like, you know, what led us here is the hard part of everything. Yeah, and having to just, like, evaluate it, evaluate ourselves, our communication in general, what we were doing, and just figure out how to make it better. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, so Cody and I at the beginning, it was like, ugh. And it was definitely hard for us, too. I think it was just hard all around for everybody because Cody wanted to make everybody happy. Yeah. With communication-wise. Definitely. But then I think that's when he finally was like, okay, well, she's pregnant. I'm going to be with her. Like, he finally put his foot down, I think, to you. Yeah. And I think you were realizing that. Right. Like, okay, he's not going to give me the answers I really want. Yeah. So, let's find a different way. (laughs) And, I mean, like, some of our communication, like, with text and stuff, like, it was angry. It was, it wasn't very nice all the time, like... It was definitely negative. Yeah, um, for sure. So, um, I just think, like, you don't have to be perfect in your communication. Like, you're going to have those emotions that come up no matter what stage of communication you're in, where you just, like, kind of lose it for a minute. Um, <laughs> I mean, I still feel like we have that. Or, like, like I don't have that with you. No, I have it with Cody you have it individually. With Cody. And so it's funny, whenever <laughs> I'm in a group text with them, too, and, like, she says something, I'm like, oh, gosh, like... I just feel awkward in that situation, even though it's not awkward for me. Like, yeah. I'm there, but it's just, like, this is between them, two, And there's going to be times that... The ex-wife and the ex-husband are going to have those communications. And they need to have those. Like, they need yeah. to have it on their own because this is their kids, you know. Yeah, well. But I'm just in that thread and I'm just like, oh, well, do I say anything? Do I not say anything? Who am I going to, you know. So sometimes I will only text Cody yes. if I know that it's a situation where I'm like, uh, this has nothing to do with Alexis in terms, not that it has no. nothing to do with you, but like. I don't want to fight with you, but yeah. I'm prepared to fight with Cody. <laughs> so I'm only no, gonna I completely because there's time that he's like, "Why did she only text me?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna say one or two things that she has some stuff to tell you that I probably already know about and that she's frustrated with you, which is totally fine. Like you guys are gonna have those. Yeah. If I'm irritated about something that Cody did, then generally I'll just like text Cody. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes I throw it in the group chat, but. 
I mean, I'm just like, I'm not going to overwhelm Alexis with having to hear my <laughs> anger <laughs> to Cody. It's not her fault. So, yeah, no, that happens. Very, it happened recently, but... <laughs> yeah, that's why um, we're laughing about it. <laughs> and it's so, it is funny, though. Like, looking back, it's just like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, so we still, I mean, we still have our moments. We're always going to have our moments. Um, like, just Cody and I. Yeah. And that's just kind of part of it. But it's about how, like, we come back. Like, there's a certain part. I mean, it was a very short-lived conversation. <laughs> yeah. Although my, my upset frustration yeah was me being upset in my frustration <laughs> yeah. well it was like clear in the very short conversation yeah. right I was like mm, yeah okay whatever you knew blah 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 in the conversation and we both just had to let it go. go yeah and I think at the end of the day like that's what you have to do to make sure that you don't damage the communication progress or the future of the communication that is very true yes like, you have to just learn to let, let it, go. it go and, like, just just stop responding or... Um, Take a second to re- whatever like reevaluate. Just have a breather for a minute. Because I know there's times that, like... I even have to do it with Cody. Yeah. Just because it's, like, something to do with the kids. And I'm like, why? Like... Yeah. And I know I've caught... And there's times that I do just board it out. And it's probably, like... I'm like, oh, you should have just not said that because you just started something. I think as women too, though, we do like the last word. So I <laughs> when think it comes it to is, the kids, especially, I'm so like, I think no. it's helpful whenever the the man, the dad, just stops responding. Now sometimes I'll still throw an extra like, oh, okay, you're just not gonna say anything. <laughs> yeah. But when they can like just hold hold it together and. Just not respond. It's probably best for everybody, honestly. Then it really is. And I mean, I think they keep us slightly grounded in the sense that they can end conversations a lot better than, or a lot quicker than we can. Yeah. Um, Because we will keep going. If you give me the time of the day, I will. Don't (laughs) test me. I've got plenty to say. (laughs) That is so true. But, so I think, yeah, I think the, the communication between Cody and I... Um, it's evolved. It's different. It will always be evolving. But at the point where, you know, we had our meetup that we had talked about on a previous podcast and we exchanged numbers and stuff like that, then we would talk every once in a while. Yeah. And then I don't even remember the point in time where we created our little group chat. But I that even, was I think that was our biggest step. Yeah, and helpful, too, because I felt more involved yeah. with, like, the conversations that were happening. Like, hey, you know, Pay has this tonight, or Jack has this yeah. tonight, or whoever. Like, and it wasn't like it was a secret conversation. Like, you didn't have just, to feel like, yeah. what are they talking about that I can't exactly. be involved in, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. No, but I think that was our biggest issue, was just, like, having that evolving thing for the three of us. Just, yeah. like, hey. Or, like, in, and there were times that, like, even... Pay would come to me and say something, and I felt like I needed to tell you too. Mm-hmm. At you know, at the same time, that way it wasn't to Cody, and then it went to you, yeah. and then you know, on down the road. Yeah. So because I mean, Peyton started opening up to me just because I was the female in the house at the mm-hmm. time, and she would just tell me things, and I'm like, do I tell Brittany? Do I not tell? You know what I'm saying? Just because it's yeah. like, I want her to confide in me, and that has have that communication, and us have that bond, you know. 
But I ended up always telling you because it's always about a boy or about school oh, or about what Jack did at, <sighs> you know, at school or whatever. Kids keep us on our toes. Ugh, every single day. But I think that also grew with us too, um, the kids confining in me yeah, and having that communication bond. Because, I mean, there's times that I think they now come more to me than they do their father. Probably. Because it's always like, Alexis, can you do this? Alexis, can you help me with this? And I think Cody season is like, I'm right here. Like, hello. Yeah. Like, is anybody going to talk to me but or come to me? We're like the more nurturing. Yeah. Dads are like, they're fun. Um, but they're also like, they're, they're the, the tough ones, ones who lay yeah. down the law, you know? Yeah. So I think that the kids just sometimes gravitate towards us because of that. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we'll pay, obviously, female. Yeah. Right? So... She wants to come to you. She wants to come to me. Yeah. When we're at the house. I mean. She doesn't want to tell her dad about boys. No. <laughs> Let's be honest. No. <laughs> but I do also see the flip side in having, say, a bonus mom or a bonus dad that the kids will test the limits of oh, yeah. communication. Definitely. So I know we've had this happen to us multiple times where... Well, I get away with it at mom's. Why can't I do it here? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I can do this at mom's, or I can do this and this and this. Well, then I turn around and I tell Brittany. He, she's like, no. Yeah. Absolutely not. We do not do this in our house. Or even, like, what goes on in our house, right? Yeah. So I remember one time Jack came and he was, like, all distraught because he got in trouble. And he got in trouble by my partner. And he was like, he, he translated that to you guys in a completely whole different, different story than how the whole interaction really took place and played out. Yeah. And so, but but this is the thing, you guys could have responded like immediately in a negative way. Yeah. Right. Based on what. Jack we were said. told, yes. But instead, because our communication is good, yeah. you came to me and you were like, hey, so this is the story we got. And I was able to be like, okay, that's not <laughs> how that happened. Yes. And so then we were able to get back on the same page. And, and after that, after we got on the same page, we then went back to Jack. Together. Like, we went together. Yes. And let him know, like, hey, this is what you told your dad and Alexis. This is what happened. And I told them. Yeah. And what, what what's are you going doing? on? Yeah. Like, we talk. We communicate. So you can't do that. I think there's so many times that I'm like, you know I talk to your mom, right? Yeah. And I think it gets his, like, little wheels turning. It's like, oh, man, why? Like, I know he wants to get away with it, and yeah. he doesn't. And it's not that he doesn't love us being together, but I think there's times that he's just like, why do you have to talk? Right. Like, you two talk too much. Like, don't talk anymore. Right. <laughs> he just wants to get away with it. He's a boy. He just wants to live that young, wild life. Like, but it is funny because there are times that I'm like, no, that's not what happens. He's like... Yeah, he doesn't really have much to he say. He doesn't have anything to say because he, like, knows that I already know the story right. or the answer. So that is one good thing. Like, I know it is in relationships it's hard because the kids do come back and they say, Dad did this, Mom did this. Mm-hmm. And it's in that moment you are frustrated with the other person. Right. 
So I know, I don't know how hard it is, but I feel I know how hard it is for moms who have, you know, don't talk to the other father, you know, mm-hmm. and they're like, my dad did this, dad did this. And like, that's why you always try to have that communication if you can. Yeah. Just keep it open, even if it's just simple. And just about the kids. Yeah, just be like, hey, so-and-so told me this. Like, can we figure this out together? That way we're all on the same page with the kids. Right. So I'm definitely thankful that we have that for sure because, I mean, I feel like it would be a nightmare. Yeah, if we didn't communicate well, then the things that the kids told us, I think those could be, take like, blown way out of proportion yeah. because I mean yeah kids the, first of all their interpretation of things like <laughs> it, it, that could have been so real to them right but it that's not how it, it happened is, yeah. and so it's kind of like we if we didn't if talk we didn't and have, figure yeah. it out then I mean we would be angry at each other often yeah for real, because it'd be like, well, Alexis did this. And Brittany would be like, oh, no, not to my kids. Right, right. You know, or the same even. Yeah, so yeah. it's definitely how, like, especially with the kids, have a good communication with them yeah. about everything. Like, I know we even try to, like, ask them. Like, we do sweet and sours at home mm-hmm. for dinner just to ask yep. them what their sweet and sour of the day was. Most of the time it's something about school and recess. And oh, their sour yeah. is. Jack never has one. No, Jack never has Mr. one. Mr. Positive. Even though halfway through the day he's upset because we got in trouble about something. Right. But. He so quickly forgets by this I know. sour. <laughs> Most time the or sour for pay is, well, someone tackled me in soccer. I'm like. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's yeah. a rough day. <laughs> or, or the fact that she had to go to school. Hers really is health, though. She, every Friday night. Yeah. I already know her sour. It was health. I'm like, <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> it's because they tell her she can't eat cookies and candy all the exactly. time, probably. But it's always just to have, like, I love that we have this communication. And I know yeah. some co-parenting situations can't have that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And that's totally fine. But if yeah. you can, put the pride aside, honestly. Yeah. Whatever healthy communication that can exist... I mean, it's we'll make just it going, 10 times better. Yeah, it's going to be easier for you. It's going to be easier for the kids. It's just going to be a more positive experience in the long run. And, I, and again, it's in all that we've said, I think that it's important to understand, like, it's ever-changing. It's evolving. We didn't always have great communication. And, I mean, you and I now talk more than... Me and Cody. Oh, yeah. Or me and Cody and you. and I think I, now Cody mm, feels how I used to feel. He's like, what are you two talking about? Right, now he's left out. He's like, <laughs> what are you, what are you, like, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, nothing. I'll just put it on the calendar. You'll find out. Or, you know. <laughs> right. I'm like, just look for your notifications about the calendar. Like, whenever you get the calendar notification, just show up. Yeah, and that's the other thing we didn't mention. Like, we have a shared family calendar. Yes. And so, anytime the kids have an activity or... Which is so helpful, honestly. Yeah, if the kids have an activity or if, like, you guys have to take them an extra day or I take them an extra day or whatever. Yeah. If we have something that everyone needs to know, we put it on the family calendar and... It goes to the kids. It goes to us. It goes it, to everybody. Yeah, so everybody's in the loop. Everybody knows what's going on, and I think that is awesome. Yeah. I mean, honestly, even if you didn't have to communicate, just share your calendar. Calendar. 
And you can make it like a special one where yeah. they can't see everything else. It's just only the ones that you, you know, assign it to or send it to. Yeah. Which is definitely helpful. That way, A, everyone can just show up even if, you know, you don't have that communication. But at least they can be there for the kids. Yeah. So... I want to circle back around to the listener question that we had um, whenever we were talking about, like, the high-conflict situation mm-hmm. and the fact that, I mean, we're so thankful that we don't necessarily have that, but that kind of went into a follow-up question about how involved and extroverted are the men, yeah. so Cody and my partner, and... Is it us leading and they're following and that's why we all kind of work um, or what that looks like? And I would say, I mean, I think we definitely lead. Oh, yeah. And they follow. Now, in saying that, like the guys, like when we all hang out with our friends group and stuff, like like, they'll talk. Oh, yeah. They'll go out and like they'll them two just by themselves will go hang out, which I think is great. In the friend group, yeah. But, like, they're not going to just, like, text each other, like, bro, what's up? Yeah. Uh, Jack. (laughs) Did this. Did this. Like, that's not their thing. But, I mean. That's more our thing. That's where, like, we talk about that. And then we communicate that to them. Yeah. Or we do the group text or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I, I do think that we help the overall picture. Yeah. But neither of them are like conflict kind of people they they're cool on just avoiding conflict and they would be i mean i don't know they're just like cordial relaxed laid back guys and so even they talk about sports and they don't really care about you know everything else in life they're just like kids are there right that they're basically like the women got this like i'm gonna go watch sports right so yeah, they don't get real caught up in it. And so now if we didn't get along, if you and I didn't get along, I I don't know that they would try to be the peacemakers. Like, I don't think that They wouldn't step them. up and be like, hey, ladies, let's do this. Like, no, they no. would just be, they would still be cool with each other. And they would <laughs> they just would be get- like, these ladies are crazy. <laughs> like, you know? So true. Yeah, no. So we are definitely the peacemakers in the whole puzzle. Yeah. Per se, and, like, keeping everybody together. Yeah, we drive that. Now, I will say... They bring their own little pieces to the puzzle. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, like, Cody suggested certain things. I mean, and it does surprise me a little bit, like, my partner, whenever... So, we went and did sledding together. And that came from him. He was like, hey... Babe, let's go see what Cody and Alexis are doing today. Yeah. Why don't we all go take the kids sledding? And I looked at him like, okay. Because most of the time they're not really like they're not the ones to be like, hey, let's go do this. More it's me and Brittany like, hey, let's go take them. But we I was, plan it. They come along like, hey, okay, cool. What's that? Whatever. But like when, when they, they suggest yes, stuff, it's we're like, like, oh, wow. I'm wait, what? <laughs> Do I need to write this down on the calendar, like, to know when this happens again? And I love it. And I do love it. It's also exciting, I think. Yeah. And that's our favorite part, is getting all of us together. All four of us and all the kids. Yeah, and the kids really love it. They they literally want us to have a whole house together. Yeah. Like, all even, of us. Even though sometimes, you know, the fact that we communicate, and as they get older, the fact that we communicate so much will probably become more irritating to them. <laughs> 
Um, they still like that we can all hang out, we can all be together. Yes. Because there's just there's not tension and they don't like they don't feel they don't that. ever feel like something's gonna go off or, or they have to choose between one household exactly. or any of that and so I think that that is really helpful for the kids but I mean you know again not always possible yeah um I definitely like I know co-parenting situations where you know you can't communicate or you have to communicate through like court-ordered app Mm -hmm. or something like that right or even some have like just grandparents that have to do it yeah or somebody or their speaker whoever it is right and that is obviously different um but through those types of things you can still have healthy communication i Mm -hmm. think as long as you keep it healthy i think it's better for the kid yeah and I will say sometimes I also, like, before I, if I know that I'm upset about a situation or going to be frustrated or I'm expecting a response that I'm not going to like even before I ask or say something, then I will go through it in my head and be like, okay, when he says no or when he says this, like, this is going to be my response. Mm -hmm. And then I think about if that response is going to be a like put us point us in a positive direction or, or it's gonna negative. set us back. Yeah. And if it's gonna set us back, I'm like, okay, I can probably reword that. Or even I'll like say to my partner, I'll be like, Oh my gosh, this is so irritating. You know, or whatever. Yeah. Like, Cody made me mad and and I'll like like say it to him. Yeah. But then that way I I vented that out and now I'm ready to like, okay, fine, I'm gonna do a Take, positive Yeah, action. I'm going to respond in a way that's not going to push us, you know, yeah. in a negative direction. So that is also, I think, a good tool, like just either venting to someone else before you respond or just like mentally preparing yourself for negative yeah. and figuring out how you can turn that negative around. Yeah. Just all, I mean, and like we say, you're going to have those negative thoughts and negative, they're going to blurt out sometimes, honestly. Let's, oh, yeah. They come out and you're just frustrated at the situation because yeah. something's not going, you know. But, yeah, just always try to make it positive if you can, you know, and just have that open communication, even if it's two word text saying, okay, we can do this or, you know, that's fine for the kids. Right. But just do it for the kids, honestly. Yeah. If you can. Whatever you can do. I know I definitely want to hear some feedback from our listeners, just how their communication goes, or if you don't have communication, what do you do? Yeah. Um, Do you... Like, how do you communicate with your ex? Yeah, your ex, and if a bonus parent's involved, how does that look for you? Yeah. We definitely want to hear those feedbacks if we can. Um, Send us a DM. Let us know. Yeah, because I would love to post that, like, on our story for other people to see. Because I think that it is all of these things that we're talking about. I mean, collectively, we can gather different strategies, different um, ideas, and all of that. And push those out to people. Because maybe something that we do, someone else hasn't tried. Or maybe something that someone else does, we haven't tried. It might work better. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be helpful for us. Yeah. 
And, I mean, not everything that we do is right or perfect yeah. or whatever. and Is going to work in your situation. And as the children grow, it's going to change. Oh, and yeah. And so we have to change and do different things. So, um, yeah, I would be really interested to hear from listeners about how it is that they communicate with their ex and a bonus parent. And even the communication with the children. Yeah. So. Coming back and forth from households. Yeah. Because I think that can be a challenge. Yeah. All right, awesome. So give us a DM, let us know, and we will talk to you next episode. Yeah. Yay. Thank you for joining us this week. To learn more about us, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Co-Parenting Without Chaos. Please message us with any questions, comments, or suggestions. Also, don't forget to hit the subscribe button to get the latest episodes. Be sure to tune in next week as we explore all things co-parenting.